Welcome to our podcast. The following episode originally aired as a video. You can find all our video episodes at www.thebreakthroughshow.com. Life gives us moments when we have the opportunity to make a choice. And what we choose has the potential to change our lives forever. Join us now for another inspired episode of The Breakthrough. And now, please welcome the creator and host of the show, Jessica Dugas. All right. Hopefully we are going to be live. All right, everybody, welcome to another special edition of The Breakthrough Show. Today is Wednesday, August 21st, 2019, and we are so excited that you're here. My name is Jessica Dugas. I'm an intuitive mentor helping you to live with less stress and more joy, and I'm the host of The Breakthrough Show. I have been having so much fun, you guys, with these little breakthrough bites, these breakthrough special editions and I have got a powerhouse on with me today because as you know the theme of our month this month coming back for season three is get fired up and when I met our guest today Erin Strayer the lovely Erin that's next to me right now she was so spunky I was like we have to have her as part of this get fired up month it's it's only natural only natural so I'm really excited to have her on today if you are joining us live right now on our video Facebook page please take a moment and click the heart button click the share button and comment down below and let us know where you're joining from so that we can interact with you throughout and after the show if you are joining us on the replay give us a hashtag replay in the comments so that that we can interact with you afterwards as well. And a big hello if you're joining us from one of our new podcast platforms. Thank you so much for joining us no matter where you are joining us from. So the Breakthrough Show is all about getting in alignment with yourself on a personal journey, on a spiritual journey. And Erin has an incredible story to share with us today about getting in alignment. Erin is an entrepreneurial peak performance growth and accountability strategist, and she's also the host of The Erin Strayer Show. And really just, I, I can't imagine, when I heard her story, I couldn't imagine how you can go from being so good at one thing that you're doing and then going just I'm just gonna go to something else I'm gonna be so good at that too so I'm really excited to jump in with her today Erin thank you so much for being on the show welcome ah we're gonna have a fun time today (laughs) we are we are we are I had so much fun on the Erin Strayer show too and um and so that was a good time yes yes (laughs) that was a good time it's so nice to meet somebody that is will happily take your hand and go down the rabbit hole with you right? And have fun doing it. Yes, yes, absolutely. So Erin, tell everybody a little bit about yourself. And I would love to sort of paint a picture for everybody of what Erin was like before. What was Erin doing before you were this awesome entrepreneurial strategist you are now? Well, um, I spent, uh, yeah, so I spent 24 years in level one trauma cardiac surgery all across the United States. Um, 
I was not a surgeon. I assisted the surgeon. So my job was in an, in the operating room suite, not only assisting directly um, elbow support, hands-on in, in, the, in the trenches with the surgery part itself, but it was also to um, interact with the team, be part of team building, be part of the efficiency, the productivity, the flow, the communication inside of the OR suite with the team and then spread that out and 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 make it a more efficient, more productive, more more um, team friendly wow. environment for people. Yeah, so that's what I did. I was all over the United States. I think I've been in and out of close to forty hospitals, um, contracted to retrain their teams or to bring in extra extra support and um, these team building um, skill sets, uh, communication, leadership, accountability, all of the things that go into play um, when you're dealing with non-scheduled heart surgery. (laughs) That sounds like a lot of responsibility and a lot of stress. That sounds stressful. Like to be, I, I always imagine as the doctor, of course, being, or as a surgeon being, you know, that has, that's a lot of responsibility to have somebody's life in your hands like that. But you are making sure that everybody's hands in that room are, are being responsible. I mean, that's taking on everything, right? That, how did that yeah. weigh on you? Uh, like physically, emotionally, all of the things. Yeah. Well, when I was, re- I mean, I hit the OR when I was 22 years old, um, out of school and, um, you know, just progressed through my, through the learning, through the learning curve of all the operations that come through. And I, I landed very quickly in the cardiac lane. Um, and I was like, Whoa, look at me go. Right. Yeah. Look at me go. And I rode, I rode the ego train. We all know what that is. <laughs> the ego train. We all have the ego train. And I rode the ego train for a long time, depending on that to to really propel me forward in not only my production and my um, my skill set and the my ability to make quick decisions and to mm-hmm. know and depend on those decisions being the right ones every single time. Um, and the repetitiveness of the decisions in each even though each patient is new and different and individual, the decisions still needed to be made very, very quickly. And to be able to, to um, hone in your team and really be able to conduct traffic, really. Um, It was a wow factor, Mm. right? Like that ego just got bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger because, Oh my God, you do heart surgery. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Whoa! right. Like that's like a step up from brain sh- surgery. Like I can do that too, but it's not really as cool as heart surgery. Um, and nowhere close to as cool as, you know, gallbladder surgery. So, um, <laughs> saying it's just nowhere as cool. Um, so once you get there, it's like, you're on this high all the time, but you're on, you're on cue all the time. Also, like you can't let yourself settle down, right? Because if you settle down a little bit, then you're not at peak performance. If you let yourself feel any kind of emotion, like, oh my gosh, this lady looks like my grandma, like Mm, the emotion comes into play. Like there has to be a line and it became so much of a disconnect with who I was as a, as a human being Mm -hmm. over time, you know, that it's like, oh my gosh, I don't even know if I, do I have feelings? Do I know how to cry? Do I know how to laugh? Cause that 
definitely doesn't happen in the, you know, a trauma suite doing open heart surgery because we're got to be on money. We got to make, can't be joking around in here, people. Whoops. Right. <laughs> That's like really the preferred language inside the operating suite, right? So, yeah. So, like, there was a just a huge disconnect. Mm. As my as my career moved on and my responsibilities became larger and larger and larger down the road, and um, yeah, uh, there's just so much to backstory. Right? <laughs> Isn't there? There's so much. That's usually the way it goes, right? Yeah. There's always there's always so much to tell leading up to things. Do you think I want to backtrack for just a second? And you were talking about sort of riding that ego. Do you? For me, like I, and I've talked about this so many times about, um, about being not just being a people pleaser, but beyond that, like really having this mentality of wanting to save the world, like just wanting to make the world a better place. Do you think that some of that is, is why you kept going for so long in that field is because you felt like you were really like contributing. It was fulfilling that need of yours. Absolutely. 150,000%. I, Mm -hmm. I feel that I was being a a contribution, right? Like healing hearts. That's a big deal. And that allows somebody to stick around a little bit longer because of, of what I participated in Mm -hmm. to keep them on this earth, to finish whatever their job is here. Right? Like if I wasn't part of the team, would they have made it? I don't know. You know, that's not for me to decide, but because I was, that person is still here and they now get to complete whatever their job is here and whatever that next stage is for them past right now. And um, um, I really, I really feel like at a deep core that we as women are always caretakers. We're always servants. We're all, we're, we brought into this earth, you know, onto this, into this human form. We're the ones that create and make the babies, right? Like, right. right our womb, our womb becomes the carrier of all of this caretaking that we do. And I think that for some of us, that, that level of, of responsibility, if you will, is larger than others. And I definitely feel like I was in totally both feet into that lane of, I have a big responsibility here and I have to fulfill that, whatever that looks like. And, and full disclosure, transparency here. Like I didn't realize that I was riding on the ego train. Mm-hmm. I just thought I was doing a job. Right. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I think so many people can relate to that feeling of, you know, because it, it does when we are helping people, we, we get into that space of feeling so good about it mm-hmm. that we don't, we don't, we start to sort of lose sight of other things that are going on. So what happened, Aaron, that what happened that really, Cause you're good at what you do. You were great at what you do. You were amazing yeah. at what you do. What happened that you were like, I, I mean, I, I know we talked about just things not, not feeling quite right anymore, but was there something that happened that took you from that place of feeling on top of the world about what you're doing to, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> well, which one? Um <laughs> I mean, let's be real. Give so, us a good uh, one. <laughs> so, so there was really, there was two different events and, and a lot of people would probably put the biggest emphasis on, um, on the first one that happened that was shortly after I had discovered that I was really, really good at cardiac surgery. I actually had a snow skiing accident because I was a really good skier too, um, until I had an accident and now I don't ski anymore. So, um, <laughs> 
know, it's crazy, right? Like, um, so I, uh, I had a snow skiing accident that actually left me partially paralyzed for almost an entire four months. And, um, that really was a big aha. Oh my gosh. What if I never regain use of my right hand? I'm I'm right hand dominant. What if I never, I do surgery for a living. My God, I use my hands all day long. What if, and what's going to happen? And what are you going to do if you go back? And what are you going to do if you can't, you know, that whole sitting in that mentality of what are you going to do if, if you get better, if you get feelings. Um, and I think there was a lot of, I'm going to be the best that I can possibly be in that moment when I go back, which I think is why I really became an overachiever. Um, but the second event happened, uh, or began happening in 2008. And, and a lot of things happened in 2008. A lot of people connected with the market crash and whatever, but I personally started getting sick. Mm -hmm. I, um, I started having like all kinds of symptoms and, um, having the resources that I did and the maximum level of resources that I had, I couldn't figure out and they couldn't figure out what was wrong with me. Mm -hmm. And the longer it went on, the sicker I got. And, um, it ended up being about 10 and a half months of trying different medications, trying different, being tested like ridiculous tests, right? And going through the whole ropes of what's wrong with Aaron. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And in that time, in that time of trying to figure out what was wrong with me, a couple key things happened. Um, a, A lady's card got passed to me in the locker room. This lady was a not only was she a intuitive mentor, but she was an intuitive spiritual guidance mentor. Mm. Key. Very, very key. I'm like, huh, this is interesting. This will be fun. I'm going to go with a couple girlfriends, go hang out at one of her little psychic parties and, you know, just have, have my palm read. Right. Not. (laughs) Um, And, and the second thing that happened was um, I had gone to a networking event because I, at this point in time, I knew that surgery wasn't lining up with me anymore, but I had no idea because it was my life. Mm. What else I was good at, what else I could do, where else I would, I would be able to plug myself and my skill set into. So I had started going to some networking events and there was a lady at one that was speaking and I'm like, oh my God, she's got the coolest yellow shoes on and a yellow top. We must be made like we must be friends forever because she's wearing yellow. And, um, you know, it's it just weird how things happen. So long story short, I reached out to the lady's card that I had gotten in the, in the locker room. I made an appointment with her. I had no idea what it was going to be. I approached the lady from the, that was speaking at the networking thing. And I said, I don't know if you're even taking new clients. I have no idea how this works. I've never hired a coach in my life, but somehow I need you in my world. Mm-hmm. And, um, and the combination of those two things really started the aha moments, one right after another, after another, after another. And um, now, hindsight's always twenty twenty. I had no idea who I was as a spiritual mm. being. I had no idea that I, I needed to nurture and give credit to a spiritual part of me, you know, as well as a physical part of me. Right. Like you, we all take care of ourselves, right. sort of, 
health-wise, I mean, we all have ice cream in the summer. We all eat suckers. We all drink pop every now and then. I'm not going to lie. I do too. So, right. But for the most part, I eat pretty healthy. Mm-hmm. I, I put pretty clean things in my body and like I quit coffee for God's sake, right? Like all right. the things. And um, I sleep really, really good. If I could get paid to sleep, why don't they have a job for that? Because I would be really, really good at that. Really good. Um, I didn't realize that the spirit, my spiritual self needed to be nurtured. And that's what was discovered right. in this beginning in 2008 when I was physically sick because I had not, your physical self is the last thing to go. Right. And you're not attaining to your emotional, your mental, your spiritual self. What's the last brick in the head? You start getting sick. Right. And so. I imagine, I imagine having, um, having worked in the medical field and then they don't have answers for you medically. Oh. I mean, that must have been the most frustrating thing, but also I think if I, I mean, I know having not having worked in the medical field, but I know how frustrating it is when there is no answers. And I think that ha- that actually has added to my spiritual growth because it's like if you don't have physical scientific answers, you kind of have to put your attention elsewhere, do something else with your time. Was that the case for you as well? Absolutely. Absolutely. And in the discovery of actually when I finally figured out what was wrong, which by the way, was a food allergy. Mm. <laughs> After all that. <laughs> Just saying, I didn't have a hole in my heart like they had right. thought um, at the front end of this lengthy 10 and a half months um, <laughs> <laughs> with no resolve, no nothing, right? It's come on, I have a, I have a food allergy. Well, what I discovered along the way was that holy cow, we get to settle back into ourselves. We get to, we get to choose a different path. We get to give our our skill set and honor our skill set and realize that, oh my gosh, there's way more to Aaron Strayer and Jessica Dugas than what our college degree says that we are. There's right. way more to us than any piece of paper that possibly might detail out the extent of what we are, right? Like the resume can't quite cover every single thing mm. that we are as women and humans on the face of this earth, right? Like how could it possibly? Right, right. Yeah. I want to I want to talk to talk about the something that comes up a lot when we make big changes like mm. you made of going from this place yeah. of you're being really good at something to going something to going to something else and the people around you don't understand and they start freaking out and they start Aaron what are you thinking <laughs> you're really good at and and uh, what did that look like for you with, with the people that were around you? Did they think you had lost your mind? Oh, every single last morsel (laughs) of my mind was gone. And clearly, clearly I hadn't figured out what was wrong with me yet. Clearly. And, um, absolutely. It's like, oh my gosh, though, that's the only thing you're trained for. And you're really, really good at it. And how come, and do you think even now I'm five, I'm, I'm a 
full five years out. I haven't put scrubs on for five years. It's really amazing. Um, I still get people going, you know, you could just walk back into any hospital anytime you want. I'm like, I know. You know what I mean? You've lost your living mind, Aaron. How are you guys going to survive? You're a two income family. I'm like, I know. Got it covered. I don't know what that looks like, but I know what I'm good at and what I want to do. And it's going to happen because I'm determined and I'm smart. We're smart. You don't get to tell me what I can and can't do. Yes. Because then the challenge is on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? You seem to me like someone who was ready to say, I'm going to show you what I can't do right now. <laughs> you can see my childhood, can't you? <laughs> I know what's going on over there. Yeah, and 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 really, you know, as a parent, it's very apparent. It's very apparent to me that I don't get to hold my child back by putting those limiting beliefs on on him. You know what I mean? Like, hey, you can be and do anything you want, and it doesn't matter. Like the whole thing. Well, Aaron, you're only good in the medical field, and really, you're only good at surgery. Like there's no way you could go into the MRI department because you don't, you're not trained there. Yeah. You couldn't go and be a secretary at the switchboard and figure out how to get people their flowers because you're not trained there. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, no, really we're resourceful. We have so many skill sets. Our, Our brain power is ridiculous really when it comes down to it. And when we honor that and when we believe in ourselves and that whole self worth thing, we're responsible for that. Right. Nobody else is responsible for that but us. So it's and, all about declaring. Yeah. And and let's talk for a minute about, um, because you brought up a really good point of saying that, you know, we can do the things that we want to do just because that wasn't our, maybe that wasn't our initial training. And plus it's our, it's our prerogative to, to, to be able to change things as we want to do something different. And, and I love what you said about, um, you mentioned, you mentioned children as well. I had a conversation with a friend of mine recently about, um, you know, our kids, I don't know how anybody else's kids are out there, but our kids watch um, these really what I think are completely ridiculous videos on YouTube, like of people opening like surprise eggs. Does anybody else's kids watch these surprise egg videos? I mean, it's just, what is that? Right. Even, right. Anyway, you know, the, and, but if one of them comes up to me, you know, I've had my own kids say like, I want to I want to have a Minecraft server. Like that's what I want to do. And I want to invite people to come play and they get excited about it. I don't feel like it's, it's for me as a parent to say, you know, well, that's not a real job, my friend. That's not like, because, because they're, they're young and they can always change that, you know, and it felt, but it felt very reminiscent of when I was young and I wanted to be a singer and everybody said to me, but you have to go get a real job. Mm-hmm. that's not yeah. for everybody. People can't just do that. And so now I'm kind of like in that place where that you're describing of going, tell me I can't do it. <laughs> Go ahead. Right. <laughs> Bring it on. I'll prove it. Yeah. And going back to the video games, like there's a 13 year old kid that just won the Fortnite video competition. How many millions of dollars? $30 million at 13 years old that he won. Are you kidding me? Come on. Right. Like, I know. Okay. Let your kid play video games for 15 hours straight. Okay. No. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Like, um, 
but it's out there and it's doable and it's, and it's a thing and, and people can make money flying drones for, you know what I mean? There's so many things that we're not even, so I think a lot of times we get caught up in our, in our comfortable bubble that we're in because we don't, we, that's not our life. Like we can't see how that could be a thing. You know, I remember my grandfather telling me that, you know, I better plan for something other than singing because that wasn't his thing that he couldn't picture that. And so that's why he said that to me. And so it's just, it's just interesting to, to, to see these sort of conversations. My, my wish is sort of that, that my children will have this kind of, I can do anything I, I set my mind to attitude a lot sooner than you and I had that thought and conversation, right? Well, it's yes. And, and like this whole comfort zone thing, mm. that's where your dreams actually go to die. Like yeah. the comfort zone, really. And when you settle for average, which, when was a C plus okay when you were in school? It was never okay when I was in school. And in life, like that average, it's boring. It's not fun. There's no challenge in it, right? Like the whole hum of every single day, just like, whatever. We're just, we're in cruise control, right? Like it just, it just, is average. It's what do they call it? Like vanilla. It's vanilla. Yeah, vanilla. Mm-hmm. I like vanilla, but it's vanilla. You know what I mean? Like sometimes vanilla is good, but to have vanilla all the time. Right. Like, like when is that, when is that all you ever wanted in your life was to do the same thing over and over and over and over every single day. Nothing changes. Mm. Nothing changes. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so how do you go if someone says, um, you know, I, I'm not, I'm not in alignment with where I'm at, but I, I don't know how to move forward. And everybody just thinks that I should stay where I like, it's comfortable being where I'm at. Like I'm good at it. I'm good at it. I'm maybe I'm making good money. I, you know, but, but it doesn't feel right in my heart. Like how long do you have to go on of, of having that feeling every single day? before you're going to make a change. What do you say to somebody like that? That's like, I, I just, I don't know how to take that next step forward to get in alignment. Mm. Yeah. So that's alignment for me is all mindset mm. for me. So that's a series of questions with clearly it's become an issue. If you're talking to me about it, one, you've done your job thinking about it, working on it, figuring it out, staying up late, can't sleep, waking you up in the middle of the night. It's to a point where it's not okay with you anymore because you're talking to me. Mm. So are you ready to dive in? Yes or no? Because you're either all in or you're not all in. I, see, and that's exactly, people <laughs> will t- we will say, and I, and I, so I'm not going to say people because I'm going to, I'm going to throw myself in here as well too. We will say, it's, it's so, I want to change. Mm-hmm. I want to change now. But then our actions don't back it up. We're not doing what we need to do to support it. And, and mm-hmm. we're, we, we keep ourselves stuck, but we keep going, but I want it. But you don't. You well, don't. That's, that's when the accountability part has to come into play. 
So you either get to hire somebody like me that's going to love you hard and hold you accountable to the change that you want to make. Cause I don't, I don't want to make the change that you make. You want to make the change you want to make and strive for it. So we'll work together mm. and I will hold you accountable to the changes that you wish to make. And we'll take little itty bitty baby steps and we'll work on the mindset at every single time. And don't think that for one second, you're not going to nerd out and go, mm, I'm going to head back to my bedroom. I'll be back tomorrow. Right. Like, cause it's going to happen because things are going to get hard. And that's the whole reason that you don't do any, don't do it to begin with because it's hard. Right. Change isn't easy. That's why 95% of businesses fail. 95% of businesses fail because it's hard. It's hard. Yeah. So like, do you, do you want to be a difference so you can make a difference? You got to make that decision. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you really want to make a difference and you're ready to make a difference, then let's move forward and make a difference. Right. Mm -hmm. So, but you have to be the difference first. Right. You have, you have to be the difference so that you can make a difference. Mm -hmm. What does it feel like for you now, Aaron, being in alignment with, with where you're at and what you're doing? What is that feeling like? How does, how does Aaron feel different now than, than several years ago? Well, one, you can pay me enough to go back. <laughs> made a lot of money there. Mm -hmm. um, you couldn't pay me enough to go back. I mean, seriously, like if I had to, I would, but right now I don't have to, and I'm not gonna, I love every single day. I, I recognize, appreciate, do not take for granted that my office is 12 steps upstairs. Mm -hmm. Right? Like that's, that's a privilege. It's a privilege. And what I do right now is a cellular need. It's a want. It's a ha every single one of my cells is happy because what I do, I still heal hearts, just in case you're wondering. I just do heart surgery a little bit differently now. Every single day I love Every single day, I am appreciative to walk into my office that I can change the color of my walls tomorrow if I want to. I don't have to ask anybody's permission, right? I can set my own office hours. I respect the fact that I get to and I don't have to. Mm -hmm. And I respect the fact that the people in my world choose to hang out with me. And they're oh. not taken for granted. That what you said, oh, I'm going to audio bite that for all of you people to play on repeat because that I what I just said. Oh, I, <laughs> it was good, though. It was good. Full body chills. What I am doing right now is a cellular need. Like I have I'm going to be stuck on that for a little while. It shows over people. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Good because it, it expresses so well what I think those of us have felt that have gone from a place of 
doing what we felt like we had to do and going into a, a really that alignment, that feeling so good about what we're doing and the difference that we're making in the world. That is good stuff, Erin. Good stuff. I mean, it just, oh, I, I, I can't even talk now. Erin, why don't you take a moment and tell everybody where they can find you and what you have going on and how they can connect with you. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So I'm on every social, um, under Aaron Strayer. Uh, so it's the Aaron Strayer show. Uh, you can find me at AaronStrayer.com. It's S T R A Y E R. Um, Instagram is Strayer Aaron. Um, I have a show that, um, I produce and host and it airs twice a week. It's on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 1 PM Eastern. Uh, we interview amazing female entrepreneurs like the amazing Jessica Dugas. We can drop your link right under this, this feed in here. So people can go watch your show with me because it was awesome. Um, and it airs every Tuesday and Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern. And um, we just love, we love changing the world. I love thought leaders and um, foot forward action taking women that are doing and shaking up the world. And I love to be part of their worlds. I love it. And I, and I think um, what an opportunity you all have in this world to connect with people like Aaron, people, shows like The Breakthrough, shows like The Aaron Strayer Show, and you can fill up your week with positivity, with inspiration, with things that are going to help you on your journey, improve your life, change your life, make you feel like you're not alone. You can watch Aaron on Tuesday. You can watch Aaron on Thursday. You can watch Breakthrough Special Editions on Mondays and Wednesdays. You can watch the Breakthrough on Friday. There's, you, listen, you got a whole week of goodness you can take in people, do it, <laughs> do it. Erin, thank you so much for being on today and for this fabulous conversation. I think so many people are going to be able to um, not only just, maybe not even relate to, the, to your story, but to know that they can change things if they're not in alignment, even if they're, even if they're quote unquote good, at what they're doing, if it doesn't feel good to you, you can change things and move forward for yourself if you choose to do it. And I think there's so many, you gave so many good um, thoughts about it. And and I, like I said, I'm still stuck on the last one. I can't find my words very well right now, but I'll revisit it later. <laughs> I'll revisit it later. But um, thank you so much for being on with me today, Erin. And thank all of you for watching or listening wherever you're tuning in from. And we are very excited on the Breakthrough Show on Friday, August 23rd at 12 p.m. Central Time. We have another regular edition of the Breakthrough Show. We have the amazing Will Carlos on, who's an energy practitioner, and is going to be talking about those moments where we need to keep going, but should we keep going even if we don't think we're going to get our miracle? What is What does that look like for you? He's got an incredible story, and I hope you'll join us then. I'll have um, Genevieve, and who else is on the show? Genevieve, uh, Crystal, and Lori, I believe, are on the show, and we're excited to do another episode for you Friday. So thank you all again for joining us. Thank you, Aaron, and we'll see you all next time on another episode of The Breakthrough Show. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of The Breakthrough. Please visit our website at www.thebreakthroughshow.com. 
And be sure to join our After the Breakthrough community powered by Patreon. We look forward to seeing you next week. Same time, same place for another inspiring episode.